The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I... Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, or STUV, WXYZ people well as you boat rockers in the house, anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who's on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, you can head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio right there on the right side of the page. And if you want to enlarge that, just click on the, the video that's going there on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can also catch up that video feed on my Twitter account at FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter. Periscope and Twitch is also there, uh, setting brush fires. If you want to check us out on those platforms, if you're on those as well as Facebook, Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. We're also on BeforeIt'sNews.com. Just head over there, right there on the front page, right at the top. And then DLive.tv. And if you go over there, it's The Sons of Liberty. Not Sons of Liberty, but The Sons of Liberty on DLive.tv. we got some new friends over there as well. We appreciate all you guys. And then if you're branching out into other uh, particular social media, you can do that as well. Spreely, Gab, MeWe, Minds. And USA.life. By the way, I didn't realize this. I've been posting on MeWe. <laughs> I've got to pay like $2 a month or something to open up a social media account. It's not that not that big a deal. Um, and so we've had that the page there, but for whatever reason, it's not published unless I pay $2 a month. So going to get that taken care of today. So we're over there. Sons of Liberty, Sons of Liberty Media on any of these, MeWe Minds and USA.life. Uh, if you want to call in at any point, this is Rotten to the Core Wednesday. We welcome your calls here, 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. For those who are watching via video, it's right down there in the bottom right part of your screen. And then finally, uh, before I bring Lynn on, if you want to support the Sons of Liberty, we don't hold our hand out begging for money, but we do let you know we have needs. Go to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Right across the top, there's a couple of buttons. One of them is become a son or daughter of liberty. You can do that at a monthly donation at whatever you want to set it at. And then also uh, there is a donate button. If you want to make a one-time donation, you can do that and help us out and keep us on the air, keep Bradley uh, going out across the nation and teaching our Christian and constitutional heritage, as well as going into the belly of the beast of the public school system, which is largely where we focus on uh, on Wednesdays. 
especially in exposing the unconstitutional behavior of the federal government in the area of education and beyond. Sadly, it's way beyond. <laughs> with with that in mind, uh, I want to welcome this morning to the show, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. And uh, she is very chipper today. She is in <laughs> long before I get in. She's all ready to go there. So, uh, Lynn, what do you got for us today? The gossip game, the uh, the climate change gossip game, navigating the new Arctic. What in the world are we in for today? Oh, goodness gracious. Well, you know, we know that um, there's always been this push to be as anti-God as we can in our society. We've seen it with the marriage to the United Nations. As we've gotten more in bed with them, we've seen it take over everything. And we know that God made the seasons. We know he made the the earth and, and he made everything in it. So climate change, if you will, can be very godly. But the United Nations has turned it very science as God, not God as God. So that's pretty much where we're coming from. And the National Science Foundation, which is a U.S. non-government entity that we, the people, unfortunately, uh, have to pay um, through our taxes for, as well as public-private partnerships, um, they are calling for new STEM educators. And it doesn't matter whether you're in the public sector, the private sector, the homeschool sector, higher education, if you're in the corporate world, if you're in the business world, if you're just someone who, you know, wants to fight climate change, they're asking for you to contact them. And it is all about how to make climate change more militant, more community accessible and doing everything that we can to get everyone on board, whether you want to be on board with this or not. Okay. All right. So, and as we know already, um, 10th amendment is very clear. Uh, they have no business in any of this. One of the things that strikes me about what you just said, though, with the funding Mm -hmm. of this uh, not just that it's unconstitutional, but we got the same thing with with uh, organizations like the National Institute for Health and other other things like this. I just I don't recall in the eighteen to twenty one, twenty two things, however you want to break them down in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. I don't recall anywhere where we authorized any of this. We shouldn't we even be talking about this, but we're having to. And the the obvious question that I have to ask everybody that votes. Why do you vote a cult of personality? Why do you become a cult of personality rather than a people of the law to say, wait a minute, this guy's talking about education? Um, You're off the list because you shouldn't be talking about that at all, that you have no authority in that. You're talking about health? Wait a minute, we didn't authorize the federal government for that. So when people run for these offices, it looks like what we should be looking for them instead of the goodies and the handouts that seem so pervasive or them doing something, what we should be looking for them to do is to rid us of things like this, don't you think? Well, absolutely. And if you want to show folks the actual press release from the National Science Foundation, I want us to focus on a couple of things, okay? First of all, while you're getting that up, I'm going to read this excerpt. Arctic temperatures are warming faster than nearly everywhere else on Earth, with some models projecting that continued warming could produce an ice free Arctic Ocean in a few decades. The rapid and worldwide 
scale changes occurring in response to this warming portend new opportunities and unprecedented risks to natural environments, social and cultural systems, economic, political, and legal systems, and built environments of the Arctic and across the globe. All right. Um, it keeps on going, and it says here, understanding and adapting to a changing Arctic requires creative new directions for Arctic-related research, education, workforce development, and leveraging science, engineering, and technology advances outside of the Arctic. So this is supposed to be about the Arctic, but then look at what else it encompasses, Tim. We're going outside the Arctic to change everything else. This is why I said this is going to be across the board. Whether you want to be on board with this or not, you're fixing to be in it. Right, right. Now, I don't know which thing you had me want uh, that you wanted me to show the viewing audience. Um, well, that I, was it. Yeah, that was oh, it. The, that was the press release. Yeah. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, um, if you look closely at that, Wait and a minute. you go back to that. Hang, okay. hang, yeah, I was going to say, this yeah. is the press. If you'll go back to that. All this right, is now, the press release. I, look how long this yeah. document is. My goodness. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's all the parameters. But in those parameters, Tim, you're going to see human behavior is one of the research areas. Now, why would I need that if I'm fighting climate change? Human behavior. You know why? It's the conditioning to accept this mindset. Well, and to make merchandise of the people, because we know behind this uh, is taxation. We know behind Mm -hmm. that uh, is the whole idea of this sort of communistic kind of view of things. So it's to control the people. It's to make money off of them. There's no doubt this is why things are the way they are. And again, Mm -hmm. we can point back to Orwell's 1984. This is... He's got very much laid out what they're doing. Uh, somebody said it was meant to be a novel, not a blueprint. And right. that's exactly what they've done. This is a part of exactly what uh, Orwell has laid out in 1984. Right. And we know that because of this attitude shift to the, the social justice and all that, it's going to bring in the what we call the SEL, the social and emotional learning. But if you remember... We've done some shows on the stream, which is science, technology, reading, writing, engineering, arts, and math. We've done shows on STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math. And then STEM, of course, which is where it started, which is science, technology, engineering, and math. Now, we've talked about how we have found this in churches. We have found this in the community. We found this in museums and libraries, homeschool curriculum, online curriculum. Of course, it's in the public school curriculum. It's going to be in private curriculum because the whole thing, and you can trace this back to not only the Every Student Succeeds Act, Tim, but you can trace this back to several laws that have happened in between that and where we are right now. You can find it in the Moving Forward Act. You can find it in the uh, CARES Act. You can find it in the USMCA, which is the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement. You can find it in the Geneva Declaration that we've talked about a couple of weeks ago. So it's meant to be inserted everywhere. Okay. All right. Um, what are we taking on after that? Because we've, again, I, I guess we could take on this entire release here, like the whole show. Yeah, you, I mean, it's, I, I'm, yeah, I'm you sort could, of amazed. but we don't need to. <laughs> yeah, I'm, well, I'm amazed that, uh, 
that it, I've never seen a press release so long in all my life. Well, I tell you, they are very good about putting those kinds out. They really, really are. Um, I know for the folks um, who will be going back in the archive and doing their own homework and things like that, I know I've provided you with a link for, get this, at least 25 pages of my published research and articles on not only the National Science Foundation and its marriage with the United Nations, but how they've used STEM to come in with Common Core to align everyone. Because as we have said in previous shows, the 2010 PCAST report, which stands for President's Council for um, Advanced, I think it is, um, uh, Science and Technology, that's it, um, that was given to Obama, did say, we're going to create a STEM nation with a STEM education for a STEM people, for a STEM workforce, for a STEM economy, for the greater global good. Trump has got the same um, agenda going with his PCAST reports that have been given to him. So this is something that's been in the works for at least the last two um, administrations. Now, you know, Lynn, I just I can't believe it. Trump is supposed to be make America great, not make the United Nations great and the world at the at the expense of the or for the greater good, which is very communistic at its core. I just I can't believe. It. Well, he just <laughs> announced yesterday the Department of Education sent me an email and it was just announced yesterday that I believe it's somewhere around four hundred and fifty million dollars Trump has uh, assigned to STEM apprenticeships for the national Apprenticeship Registry Program, which is open to public schoolers, homeschoolers, adults, uh, middle schoolers, you name it. You see, people, this is one of the things um, that we've been trying to point out before. That is completely unconstitutional, which means it's unlawful. You know those misdemeanors, high crimes, all that kind of stuff? This falls under that kind of deal, okay? This is what I don't I don't understand. People don't understand about this, Lynn, and they get into cult of personality instead of seeing this is stuff. This is your money. It's the money on the backs of your children and their grandchildren because what's four hundred and fifty million dollars with the interest that gets tacked on on the phony baloney money that's being spent there? I mean, you're talking six times that at least. And you wonder why we keep going in the same direction, even though you're told, oh, this is about America first and jobs and all this other stuff. It's not about any of that. Well, it's about jobs, but it's not the job you want. It's not the the career you want. It's what the government tells you. Now, if you'll show the um, $300 million image, I want folks to see that. Nope, not that one. <laughs> Three hundred million dollars got a big red arrow on it. All right, I'm a little bit lost as to what That's that okay. is because That's okay. I you, you don't. All have... right, in the email, it's under the um. Okay. It's under the uh, Star Wars meme. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's in your yeah. yeah I didn't. It's get... in the article. I'm sorry. I should have told you it's in the article. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get in the. I, I didn't get any images in there t- today. Okay. I know, I know. That's yeah. If you want to, if you want to enlarge that one, Tim, because this is everything that is on the agenda from the National Science Foundation. It's what they call their Big Ten. And if you'll see, we've got future of work, we've got growing convergent research, harnessing 
the data revolution. You've also got mid-scale research infrastructure, navigating the new Arctic, which is what this press release was about. Then you've got the National Science Foundation's vision for 2026. Then you have the National Science Foundation includes Quantum Leap, understanding the rules of life in windows of the universe. Now, I broke down what those particular 10 big things that they have are, and each of them will cost $30 million for a total of $300 million. So why don't you tell folks what plain speak is for those 10? What what is? I'm, I'm sorry. It's in the, okay, if you'll look in the box, Tim, you'll see where I have number okay. one. Okay. So if you'll read that for the folks and tell them that's what the plain speak is for each of these research topics. Yeah, number one is a lifelong learning using pervasive technology to improve a socio-technology-based life. Number two is to stimulate <laughs> all life with innovation. Uh, number three is <clears throat> creates a federated national-scale research system using a 21st century data-capable workforce. Data-capable isn't... All this stuff seems eerily tied to what we were talking about with Dr. Kerry Midday <laughs> and this whole... Um, the the technology behind the vaccines that's that they'll be mm-hmm. pumping into people yep. who are more than willing. To oh, take it gets it. better. Keep going. <laughs> Number four, totally changes all infrastructure. I don't know how, how they're going to do that. They can't even repair the infrastructure that's here. Number five, manipulates based on climate change and creates must-haves for a new reshaped Arctic. Number six, long-term research not already mentioned. Number seven, merging education with career pathways to exclusive STEM inclusion. Number eight, manipulates information gathering. Number nine, uses quasi-science to explain creation. Number 10, proposes to answer life's biggest questions. Yes, your science foundation is going to be able to tackle questions that millions of people for many, many years have never been able to answer, but they can do it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, this is this is quite interesting, especially given uh, the fact of like what we talked about just uh, again on Monday uh, with Dr. Monday, and that was this idea that they're 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 literally putting us or trying to put us in the matrix, if you will. I mean, they're literally oh, yeah, trying to absolutely. do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, if you want to show folks the image of the U.S. government's chain of command for climate change. It was um, also in the article a little bit. From, yeah, there you go. If you want to extend that, that's just how deep the government is into the fallacy of climate change. At least federal, uh, excuse me, 11 federal agencies, including your Department of Education. Hmm. And that's a huge chain of command. It really is. But I just wanted folks to see that. And the billions of dollars that are going to this, this, uh, Command system, if you will, and it's to indoctrinate the nation. It absolutely is. Okay. Um, also, in the article, uh, people are going to be able to, when they go back in the um, archives and look at it, Tim, they're going to be able to see that I've linked from at least two different um, websites that have tried to discredit or debunk any scientist who comes up and says, you know what? The climate change that you're talking about is um, is not even real. So, in other words, if I come up and, you know, I'm a credible scientist and I say, wait a minute, climate change is possible because, you know, God has been doing it for years. 
But the way you're talking about climate change and it destroying the planet, you know, we've got to say that we've got to put the planet above people and all this kind of stuff. It's based on the junk science. They're saying, you know, that's not real. Well, the powers that be, uh, mainly the UN, mainstream media, that sort of thing, they're up to discredit every one of those people. Well, I'm just thinking of, um, uh, you know, passages of scripture that teaches us that teach us that the earth stands forever it, it it's mm-hmm. it's not going anywhere we sing um the the song in which we sing world uh world without end amen amen and the point is is that god's not out to destroy the creation in fact he with with the death of his son he begins to restore the creation and the creation groans waiting for you know the the sons of god to mm-hmm. be revealed and so we know that it's not coming to an end, it's coming to a restoration. And so this whole idea is completely backwards from what Scripture gives us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, so, and so Christians need to understand, this is Antichrist. I mean, this is, this is the spirit of Antichrist that's coming here. Oh, it absolutely is. And don't forget, there's, um, you know, there's Scripture in there that says, you know, after the flood, God would never flood the world again. There's also... A scripture in there that says, you know, we were called to take care of the earth. Yes, we're called to take care of the earth, but this is on, this is not based on God's word. This is based on junk science and faulty research. And one of the things that I pointed out that's connected to this National Science Foundation call for people to get in on the climate change supposed bus is a group called the National Center for Atmospheric Research. Now, there are two scientists in this particular research center that's based in Colorado, Tim, and um, they did this big study, okay? The study was basically sitting in front of a computer with manipulated data to create a manipulated end to help support why we need to be so concerned about how dire the situation is in the Arctic. (laughs) what yeah and it's amazing because in the article at least three or four different science um related media outlets picked up the study and they're spinning it all these different ways about um let's see hang on just a second let me get in the all right let's see here hang on i'm looking at my notes um all right, so da, 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 da. where did I put it? Okay, hang on. Um, shoot. Okay, I wanted nature.com was one of them. And you'd think with a name like nature.com, they would, you know, not be so anti-God, but obviously they are. <laughs> well, I think, I think that's a play. I think that's one of the things also that I've noticed. You know, we talk about uh, changing our language. And I think mm-hmm. that's what we've done. We've moved from creation to nature. Mm-hmm. And I don't think well, they're, the, they're the same. And even I get tripped up on that too. And I think right. the idea of nature, I think Christians understand what they're saying there. Um, and I think there is a, a, a point to be made about nature. But I think when we right. reference creation, then we're obviously tying it back to there has to be a creator. When you mention just nature, mm-hmm. who knows what's, who, who's going to put that but in play? The, yeah. And, and one of the things that it, this embraces is it reaches out to the earth worship, the mm-hmm. bio worship yep. that we've talked about before, which ties back to the no hide laws. But yeah, Science Daily gave the scientific study this shout out. They, the 
team used hundreds of detailed computer simulations, Tim, as well as observations of Arctic climate conditions. The future projections used for this study are based on a high-end scenario. So in other words, these people are not really working so much off of facts as they are computer-based algorithms, all right? So if we know that computer algorithms are manipulated in student testing, we know they're using artificial intelligence to come up with something that is supposed to replace human thought and human discovery. And this is one of the things that just absolutely slights me, that people are just buying into all this. Nature.com said the Arctic is rapidly warming and experiencing tremendous changes in sea ice, ocean, and terrestrial regions. Now, immediately after this, they come back and say that this is not a long-term, that there's been not enough long-term study being done, but yet if you go back and you look at the press release, it's not about ice and polar bears. It's about changing political structures, education structures. It's insane. Well, I, we did a uh, we did an interview some years back with uh, Dane Wigginton of GeoengineeringWatch.org, and you were making mention of, of some of the things that's going on. There, somebody made a comment uh, in mm -hmm. the uh, in the chat saying that they're not surprised that uh, climate change is, they, they said climate change is unavoidable, unavoidable with all the holes NASA and Elon Musk are punching in our ozone. Uh, so it's sort of self-induced. But one of the things that, uh, that Dane had was he brought up all of these um, documents from, I think it was the 50s, from our, mm -hmm. from our own Senate, the people who say that, that, that the, the, um, the whole idea of the um, chemtrails and things. That all of that was, oh, it was, you know, conspiracy theory and this, that, and the other. Well, he brought up the documents that were coming out of the Senate for this. And all of this affects, it does affect the climate, but but it's them doing it. It's them doing these things. It's not that there's a problem with, with the earth itself or the way God made it. It's it's that they're, they're self-inducing this. They're spending millions and millions and millions of billions probably at this time. And they're doing this stuff, and then now we know that they're doing it, and it's it's harming not just the earth; it's harming the people as well. So, um, there, I think there is there are things that are that are happening, but they're in, they're being induced by these yahoos who think that well, we got to do this to kind of preserve the earth because we don't have any faith in God. We got to just keep this around as long as we can when they don't realize the Creator has it all in hand in the first place. Right, absolutely. Well, I wanted to point out one thing: Scientific America on the entire study that, um, you know, there are weather patterns in the upper latitudes have always varied from year to year. That's as close as they get as acknowledging that it's, you know, nature. All right. That um, goes on to say, and then it says here, signaling the transition to a new Arctic climate regime. Now, I had never heard climate regime, so I went to look that up. And believe it or not, the United Nations came up with that term back in 1992. And it's tied to the Paris Agreement. Isn't that interesting? Now, we know that President Trump did pull us out of the Paris Agreement. But if you look at all the STEM stuff he's embracing, all the climate change stuff that Congress is embracing, we might as well have stayed in it because the USMCA is going to throw us right back into it. it just won't be the name Paris Agreement. 
Well, yeah, and that that was the point that we were making about the uh, wording coming from NAFTA, not from NAFTA, but from TPP mm-hmm. being included in the USMCA, as well as what the uh, Council on Foreign Relations president said that uh, the USMCA that Trump pushed so hard and said it was going to be so good for America. It's going to be the greatest in history, the greatest treaty ever. It'll, it'll make so many. You'll be so happy about it. Um, all of this oh, stuff, well, all this, of this stuff this. was 10 to 20% more than NAFTA that he said was a really bad deal. <laughs> uh, you know, I understand, but here's something that people don't realize about the USMCA. And again, I'm reading off my notes. Uh, USMCA, which is U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement, can also be modified to include any agreement concerning the environment and conservation. You can find this on the introductory section, page two. You can also find that all science-based decisions will include environment and human health. So now we're getting over into not just climate change, Tim, but now our health care system. And, you know, it's all in the climate change that it's supposed to, you know, this is why we need universal health care. Let's look at this, okay? The Sustainable Development Goals, number 13, is expressly for climate change which is a false narrative that is driving all our legislation and policies. Sustainable development goal number 14, conserve, sustain your oceans and seas. This puts our uh, water under more government control than ever. And it also will morph into food supply and control. Sustainable development goal number 12 is sustainable consumption, which means taxes and social credit. Is, well, this is that's the end game for that because it's going to control what you consume. All right, number seven is energy. Just look at the green movement. Whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or an independent, that green movement is there, and Congress means it's coming through. They're using it as a they're using climate change as a bully pulpit. And number six, sustainable water, which means we're going to have smart meters and we're seeing those pop up more and more and more places. In the Moving Forward Act, which was HR2, that ties climate to health via a federal infrastructure in local communities. So no longer, when you hear local control, well, we knew that was thrown out the window with education. Well, here it is in climate control and climate change. And climate change is what is taught in sustainable development goal number four, which is supposedly quality education for everyone. All right. So you have the moving forward act that ties to it. Uh, You also have uh, wastewater plants that are going to be tracking drug and health hotspots. You've got smart water grants that are coming out of the federal government through this moving forward act. And remember, moving forward was supposed to be what? Relief in the name of COVID. Yeah, right. Everybody knows what what the deal is with with that. Every, mm-hmm. At least anybody paying attention should know exactly what the deal is with that. So we're right. we're well, not going to go over that. Yeah, it goes on to say hmm. that health and climate actions need to be in place because we need to improve low income health, and we're going to do it all indoors. And using health as part of environmental justice, I kid you not. And this is what the militant uh, attitude is that we're seeing pop up in our kids, no matter what school choice they're going to. Perfect example, Greta, what's her name? Yeah, Greta uh, Thunberg. Uh, And we're going to play a little video from her here in just a minute. 
uh, a trailer when when you're ready to do that. We're going to play that. Go for it. <clears throat> oh, you want to do it now? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. All right. This is um, <clears throat> I Am Greta, <laughs> the trailer, the official trailer. All right. Here it comes. People always tell us that young people are going to save the world. But there is simply not enough time to wait. The fallout from climate change. The impacts could be catastrophic. All of this with the global warming, it's a hoax. It is the most pressing issue of our time. You have to go to school. When it came to the climate crisis, I saw my parents were just like everyone else. We weren't doing enough. For many years, people refused to listen to me. Children were very mean. But I don't care about being popular. I care about climate justice. She felt she had to do something, and she had to do it on her own. Is climate change an issue that children like herself should be concerned about? You suffer of Asperger syndrome. I wouldn't say suffer from, but I, I have it. When I get interested in a subject, I become laser-focused. There's a real movement that's growing. Greta comes up on stage, she speaks, and her words are devastating. My name is Greta Thunberg, and I want you to panic. We are in the midst of a mass extinction. Time is running out. I can't just sit there and watch her do all this for the environment and do nothing. <laughs> we will be taking the odds. We will keep on striking until they do something. We don't want to burn out. I think you should especially be really careful. I've been invited to the United Nations summit. And since I don't fly, it's going to be a challenge. This is all wrong. <laughs> I should be back in school, on the other side of the ocean. What we are doing now, future generations can't change. Despite all the beautiful words and promises, our political leaders have failed us. Some people are so arrogant to think they can change climate. She faces a really, really tough journey. Nothing is happening, so we must do what we can. We will not stop until we are done. You read a lot on climate? A lot. I'm a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, she's a puppet. That's what she is. Um, and, you know, the fake the fake outrage that she has there, it's, it's not even good acting in a lot of this. You know, I, I'm, as I was watching this, Lynn, <clears throat> one mm-hmm. of the things that comes to mind is Isaiah 3.12, As for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. O my people, they which lead thee, cause thee to err, and destroy the way of thy paths. It seems that the world is turning more towards children and those younger, rather than looking to those, as the Bible says, who has the hoary head, who have wisdom, who have Mm -hmm. years on them, who have demonstrated that they've learned from their time on the earth, um, let's get rid of those guys because those are, you know, my, she's talking about my parents. They were just like everybody else. Well, shame on her parents for not correcting her about her stupid apprehensions that she's on. I, she tells these, the United Nations, I want you to panic. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Why should, why didn't somebody take this little girl in the back room and say, um, 
you would best be laser focused on the tyranny coming from the junk you're pushing rather than what you're doing. Well, she's a role model. You look at the millions of of children who are now looking to her as a role model. And what are they doing? They're being just as militant, just as anger filled as as she was. I, I cannot really even look at the UN address that she made because she was so hateful. And, you know, that's not what we should be teaching our children. That is absolutely not what we should be teaching. Now, Hulu has this, Tim, as a documentary. I'm not going to recommend that folks watch it. But if they do, take notes and have a real heart-to-heart with your children about what they will face. Because I'm going to tell you, whether you homeschool or you don't, it's going to hit them when they walk out the door. And if they're not totally steeped in what your truth is or what the Bible's truth is, they're not going to stand a chance against this. Yeah, and I I think that's the important part that we have to stress every time. Guys, the jurisdiction of the home is where education has its authority, not the state. I know, look, we've um, I had this conversation with the Catherine Henry out of Michigan where she's you know, fighting the the criminal tyrannical governor up there, and they have the provision of education in their state constitution. We have it in, in South Carolina. We have it because of Lincoln and his cronies that came out of there uh, that they forced that on the South. Uh, their control of education, but the fact of the matter is, when you go to the Bible, which is, as uh, Andrew Jackson has said. The, the rock upon which our, our republic rests, which uh, Ronald Reagan and the Congress at the time, 1983, said this is what our laws are based upon. Public law is based upon the Bible. Then what you get to is you have to recognize the people who are responsible for teaching children, for educating children, is none other than mom and dad. That's mm-hmm. who God gave those children to. He didn't give them to the state. He gave them to, to us. And so we're the ones responsible to do that. And we do whatever we can do to make sure and ensure that we do that. And I often hear people, and I just want to give this as a, a word of encouragement to people. Mm-hmm. I often hear people say, I can't teach or we can't afford to do that or whatever. Well, then at least start making the road to make that happen with your kids. Make that an inroad to start doing what God has charged you to do, Deuteronomy 6. Those things where you have the input with your kids, not somebody else who's not their parents. It, yeah, sure, if you got somebody who specializes in a language and you can't teach that, fine. Use that, but you're in control of it. When you send them to the public schools, how much control do you really have over what they're going to get taught? And how? And you can't sit in there for eight or nine hours with them and figure out what they're going to be told and how they're controlled and everything else. The issue, if you really want to input that so that you make kids who have these uh, firm foundations, these um, um, convictions, then you put them in from what God has said. That way they don't run around like little Greta who who is panicking, who's who says she's scared, and yet I'll bet you if you actually go watch her live her life, she's not any of that. You know, I don't know. I do know that if folks are not sure how to get started with teaching their kids, Uh, Let me know. I've got 23 years of experience of what real homeschooling should be, not this let's plop yourself in front of a computer for eight hours a day. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, just contact me if you want to. Um, But one of the shows we did, I think a couple of weeks ago, was on this Geneva Consensus Declaration, Tim. 
And one of the groups that is in this, the World Medical Association, is a partner with the United Nations. And they're also tied to climate change. And I'm fixing to tell you how. So if you'll put that great reset image back up, that would be super. Okay. All right. This is from our dear friends over at Book of Hours, uh, JP and Julie Collins. They're based in Pennsylvania and they have come up with this. And in this, you're going to see Pfizer. You're going to see, I believe, Bear is in there. Yes, it is. You can see the Gates Foundation. You can see Apple, Google. You can see all kinds of companies. And what the World Medical Association has to do with all that is they are partners with Pfizer and with Gates and with the UN and with Bayer and uh, GlaxoSmithKline. I don't know if they're in there. Eli Lilly, uh, Amnesty International, the One Health Initiative, um, the Red Cross, the United Nations, the World Health Organization, I believe is in there as well, the World Trade Organization. And what this, why this is so scary tim is because each of these corporations is pushing the covid vaccine so while they're also sitting over here going yes we need to do something about climate change they're also on the front lines of the covid vaccine why am i not surprised at that <laughs> why am why am i not surprised at any of that it's just insane to me how how you know, first of all, the climate change thing is so full of junk science, but now we're going yep. to instantly attach it to health care. Why? Why would we do that? It's because they're up to no good. Yep. Well, I think all of this ends up getting tied together for things that we talked about here and that's shown in this um, in this in this image. And the mm -hmm. image will be up, guys, if you're listening by Red State Talk Radio. The image will be up later on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. It doesn't go up immediately. I have some things I got to get done and some posts to get started first. So usually I have it up by lunch time, something around that, that time. So you'll be able to see how all of this stuff is intricately tied. So why would you tie um, this with uh, healthcare and stuff? Well, I think I think it's obvious. I think that that people get conformed to things through the pressure that they're under. You don't buy into this, okay? Well, we're not going to take care of this. Uh, you won't submit to this. This is where I think the whole vaccine mm -hmm. stuff is coming. I don't know that I don't know that we'll see a quote unquote mandatory thing. We may see it at least in some states and some places around the world. I think Australia is already saying they're going to have. I think it was Melbourne. They're already going to have man mandated vaccinations when they come out. Good luck with that, people. Good luck with that. Um, the second thing is is that the mandate will come through. I think through a lot of peer pressure, through a lot of the things where these these businesses and stuff are saying, well, you can't come in here and work or you can't come in if you don't have it. You've already got them set up to to tell you we have mass mandates, which are unlawful. Uh, nobody even bothers me when I go into stores. I, I don't even understand why they have the sign out there. Uh, but you, you go in and they want you to wear a mask. Well, the next thing is going to be, well, hey, uh, we, we've done all this stuff putting up the plastic sneeze shields everywhere over people's faces and in front of the cash registers. The next thing is going to be, well, we've got this machine in here just to make sure uh, what Dr. Madej said, this, this DNA barcode kind of thing that's in your body from the vaccine will be able to, to read that you've been vaccinated uh, before you can shop. And I imagine the same thing will happen you know, before you can sell anything. Uh, to where you can sustain yourself or you can go to work or any of this other. So I can see this buying school. right into it. Yeah, I can see all of this buying right mm -hmm. into the same thing. 
Right, and as we've talked about on previous shows, Tim, every student succeeds that. If you'll remember, the largest power increase wasn't for the Department of Education. It was for the Department of Health and Human Services so that it could start with wraparound services so that it could take Title I funds and, and turn your schools into federally recognized healthcare centers so that they could offer garbage like this. Well, now we covered that before too. That's been several yeah. months ago. We we covered that mm -hmm. whole idea, and again, a lot of this is happening under the parents' nose, and they don't even know that it's happening. Well, now they do. Now they do. Yeah, now they do. You're exactly <laughs> right. All right, what else okay. do we have here? Uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's so much stuff that you just you know you're almost going. Wait a minute. Did she really say what I think she said? Is this resource really saying what it's saying? That's the website for the National Center for Atmospheric Research. Um, you see the NSF logo? It's an arm of the National Science Foundation. I see so that. that right there would tell you that it's junk science. But look at this. Climate is changing. We want to know what happens next. And this next line just kills me. We are experts in how the climate system works. I'm sorry. No, you're not. God is. Well, it's it's kind of interesting to me that they can make such a claim as this. So we're experts in, mm -hmm. in how the climate system works. For decades, we've diligently studied the complex connections that determine whether a region is prone to monsoons or droughts. I mean, come on. Does it really take a lot? Uh, if you're in a particular area... Where you have monsoons and droughts. Do you need to study that out to figure that out? No, no, you just know I, they're coming. I mean, we have a saying down here uh, in South Carolina that if you don't like the weather today, wait till tomorrow. Just wait. Right? Yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah. change. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I and, know. And, and, and we have the four seasons here. I know a lot of people don't have those. You have like one or two uh, that you basically experience. You don't need to study something to figure that out. This is ridiculous, the, the claims that they figure these things. Uh, summertime, thunderstorms. <laughs> you have to study That's that. That's a no-brainer. I mean, I grew up in South Georgia, and we knew. Okay, when it came, <laughs> I think it was, what, April. The forecast from April to about October was hot, afternoon thunderstorm, be ready. That was it. Well, and you go into, uh, you know, central or south Florida, same kind of thing. Almost every afternoon it gets really humid. Uh, mm -hmm. you, get, you get the thunderstorms that roll in, then they're out. Then the next day it's bright and sunny, and you basically – and it's and that's pretty much how it works. Um, again, South Carolina, you never – it's like the box of chocolates thing, right? Uh, you never oh, know no, what you're going to get. it is here in North Carolina too. <laughs> yeah, you never know what you're going to get. But the fact of yep. the matter that they had that these are their examples of why they're experts. Um, giant winter blizzards, vicious heat waves, and intense cold snaps. I mean, these are the things that they're saying, folks. Uh, and then they go on with this. With this understanding, we built sophisticated climate models that allow us to both understand past and present climate as well as investigate how the climate is likely to change in the future. Global warming is already having a noticeable effect on the United States and the world. Warming air and oceans have begun amplifying storms, altering precipitation patterns, and contributing to sea level rise. Our scientists are working to qualify or quantify the changes that are already upon us 
and predict what the future may bring, as well as creating tools that allow other scientists to do the same. Now, you know, you can either buy into what these people are saying, Lynn. Let me give you an example. Sure. They talk about the models. If anybody remembers the John Hopkins model, right, the death model, that's what I ended up calling it. When that thing first came out, it said, oh, we're predicting 15 million people are going to die from coronavirus. Okay? Now, when we went and we reported that, that their model, the reason they got the model is right here. They're trying to predict what's going to happen. When they got the model and that information got out, all of a sudden we were labeled fake news for pointing to their model. And they and what here's how they got around it. They said, we never said that we were predicting anything. No, you just made a model that predicts stuff, and then now you're going to hide behind it because you say, well, I didn't, do the, the, I didn't say prediction. You sound like the Pharisees that Jesus condemned in the New Testament uh, in Matthew 23 when he says, well, you, you say you swear by the temple, and then when you're caught, you go, but I didn't swear by the gold of the temple. Um, it's that kind of thing. It's this kind of nonsense. It's non-science is what it is uh, well, what, that they're putting forth. What, what gets me is we're supposed to take these scientists' word off of their computer-generated algorithms, but we're supposed to instantly discredit anyone who comes up who is also a scientist and goes, wait a minute, wait a minute, you're looking at the wrong thing. Here's what we need to be pointing to. And they're pointing to the fact of, you know, Weather has been around since the world's been invented. There are patterns, there are changes, but it's because of the natural progression that God has put into place. So why should we do that? Because we don't want God in it. That's why. Well, that's exactly right. And there's a preservation. And, and then they push out the scientists who have the worldview that's based upon creation, based upon Genesis 1 and 2. Uh, we even have God saying that when he put the thing that we had some talk about <laughs> so-called outer space and such in mm-hmm. the chat. Uh, when he put forth the sun and the moon and the stars inside the firmament, by the way, folks, not way out in outer space, he put it inside the firmament. When he did that, he did it for times and seasons and days and nights so that people would know all, all of this stuff. In fact, the the whole times and seasons is tied with harvest, which comes by way of providing us food, this is a way God has designed the earth to work. And I see this smart city stuff. Um, let's go to the sustainable development goals, because I know this is right. going to tie right into that, too. But mm-hmm. the idea of pushing people into these cities, people have lost the ability, in many cases, uh, to learn how to plant, to harvest, and all of that kind of stuff. And they, they've, they've lost that ability. And now it's gotten to the point where we're trying to get meat from a lab. Um you know, the GMO kind of products and, and this kind of stuff. And I, I make mention of this this interview that I watched a long time ago. I've made mention several times. I think it was up in New York or New Jersey. And they asked the lady inside um, one of the supermarkets, uh, how do the potatoes get here? And she goes, well, they come in on a truck. And she has no concept of farming. She has no concept of what it took to produce that potato and uh, and bring it into the supermarket. And so mm-hmm. you begin to wonder, as we start to see this, uh, we're, we're seeing some of this stuff where the truckers are going, wanting to go on strike. Uh, we're, we're seeing where some of the Midwest has been destroyed through some of the flooding and some of the other things that's gone on here in the United States. 
and you begin and, and now we're getting the warnings um, across the world about famines of biblical proportions. Why? Because the food supply is being hit, and it's being controlled, by the way. And mm-hmm. what's going on there? Well, if we're not learning to grow our own food, if we're not getting another food source other than just the supermarket, we're going to be in a heap of trouble uh, coming very soon. Well, absolutely. But think about all the legislation, Jim, that is coming up, banning you from collecting rainwater or banning you from growing your own food in your backyard. I mean, it's about as stupid as these um, supposed teachers who are, you know, getting onto children for having stuff in the background or wearing their pajamas. I mean, it's absolutely off the charts, just too much nanny state control. You should be able to do what the heck you want on your property as long as it's not harming yourself or others. And that includes collecting rainwater, growing your own food. And if you want to sit around in your pajamas, go for it. Well, that's I, I think people are going to find out a little too late because, as we've said before, when we get on mm-hmm. subjects like this, uh, especially in dealing with education, a lot of people are like, oh, hmm. Uh, I'd, I'd rather turn on the channel to see who's who's getting more electoral votes. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I believe there's a challenge that needs to be made over voter fraud. I, I really do. And I don't right. care who wins in that in that case. That needs to be That's dealt with. That's not going to matter. Well, it isn't because the same agenda that we're talking about mm-hmm. here is going to be under a Biden or a Trump. We've, we're already showing it's going on under Trump. So it'll, it'll go on under Biden and probably at, no pun intended, warp speed. Uh, it'll be pushed that way. So there's no difference about any of that kind of stuff. Now, Lynn, we're coming up on the end of the show here. Yes. And as always, I'm going to give you plenty of time. Uh, you're not bound by the 20 or 30 second rule right yet. you got like 40. So uh, tell people oh, okay. where they can find Woo! out more about your work and uh, how they can help you and support you if they if they so choose to do so. If, if they feel so wet. Okay. Yes. The blog is commoncordiva.com. There is a donate button there. If you feel so led to financially support me, that would be lovely. Um, I am getting a few opportunities to actually travel again, which is wonderful because I have missed that. So um, you can also find me at localactivist.org. That is a part of Citizens for Free Speech. And if you are not in with that group, you need to come join me there. USA.life, MeWe, Twitter, Parlor, Facebook, two pages where I'm in jail for many, many days is uh, Common Core Diva. And then at, um, that's at Common Core, well, wait a minute, that's Twitter. Okay. Facebook is Common Core Diva and US Parent Call to Action Twitter. You can also find me on bnjtv.com. Right now, you can subscribe there. Then when they flip over to Amazon on Roku, uh, you can already be in there on the channel. All right, guys. We'll see you in 23 hours. Adios.